Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Revelation. God's temple in heaven was opened and the Ark of His Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God in his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have salvation and power come in the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed one. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Mary is taken up to heaven. A chorus of angels exults. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? That's the reading for the Vigil Mass for the Assumption from 1 Corinthians. Where, O death, is your victory? Did our Blessed Mother die? We don't know. It's not in the Bible. Nor is the Assumption 
perhaps as people like to argue, it's just a quaint story that got made up over time. What do you believe? Well, to find the answers, you need to look to the East. The chief authority on the Virgin Mary's death comes from St. John Damascene. That means he was from Damascus in Syria, north of Israel. Damascene wrote that around 450 A.D., the wife of Emperor Marcion ordered the construction of a church in a suburb of Constantinople, the capital of Christendom in the east. The empress wanted the earthly remains of the Virgin Mary brought to Constantinople. She assumed the remains were in Jerusalem. But the bishop of Jerusalem had to inform her that there weren't any remains, none, no relics of the Virgin. The doctrine of the Assumption was not promulgated as official church teaching until 1950. But scholars tell us, as with many church feasts, the liturgical celebration of the Assumption began its evolution in the East. Church calendars of the ancient Eastern churches have dates to commemorate Our Lady's death and Assumption. That fact right there should tell us something. It shows us that this is what the people believed. This is what got passed down as sacred tradition. So then we have to ask, why would God steer his people wrong on this? The first concrete evidence that speaks of a Marian celebration on August 15th is found in the mid-400s in a lectionary, a book for Mass in Jerusalem. It was called the, the Feast of the Day of Mary, Mother of God. This evolved into the commemoration known as the Dormitio, the Dormition of Mary. Dormition is from the Latin meaning falling asleep. Think of the word dorm or dormitory at schools where students live. And so, did the Virgin Mary go to heaven without dying? Or did she die first? The church has never been too concerned about that question because it really doesn't matter. What the church commands us to believe is dogma is in Our Lady's assumption because it's fitting. It makes sense that the new virginal Eve, the stainless vessel immaculately conceived, would not be subject like the rest of us to bodily decay. In the meantime, the early evidence points to Our Lady dying. And why not? Jesus Christ himself died, and we are all going to die. Perhaps Christ had his blessed mother die before he assumed her body and soul to heaven to give the rest of us hope that after we die, we too may go to heaven and one day have eternal glorified bodies never subject to bodily corruption. My friends, the sting of death is sin. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We can confidently say, where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? Mm -hmm. 